The Junk Drawer Podcast. How lucky can one guy be? Lucky be a lady tonight. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Junk Drawer Podcast. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. It's Viva Las Vegas. It's Vegas, baby. Let's take those chips and <laughs> dice and cards and, out of the drawer. And find out where they, let them fall where they may. We're going to roll the dice uh, on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. are, you, are you feeling lucky? I'm feel, I, <laughs> are, we good? are you feeling lucky? Do you feel lucky, Not punk? that kind of lucky. Not that kind of lucky, no. <laughs> you want to um, spin the wheel? We're going to spin the wheel, and we're going to go to uh, Vegas. I'm Neil Edwards. I'm Wolfgang von Wolfenstein. So this is everything about Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas, baby. Yeah, baby. I've been to Vegas. You've never been to Vegas. I have not. I know a lot of people who have. Everything I know about Vegas, I've seen in the movies, television, read about, or heard from a friend. Well, we're going to get you there. Here's my plan. You, you ready for my plan? Are we getting married? Oh, it's brilliant. You're going to love Elvis? this plan. Oh, my God. Oh, you're right. here we go. We'll get married by Elvis. Um, my plan is you and I go to Vegas. Now, some people take like a, a convertible. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Rain say, Man, wasn't it? Right. right. I'm going to say one word, Batmobile. We, we get a Batmobile, and we drive it from New York all the way to Vegas. We take, and we no one will bat an eye. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking that's the way to travel to Las Vegas. <laughs> and by the way, we do have a special guest with us uh, today uh, on the show. We're, we're going to have Chase Aceto on later on. Uh, he's a Vegas resident as well as a musician who's worked at Vegas since the 1950s. An amazing guy. I'm looking forward to talking nice to guy. him. And we'll, uh, we're gonna... Very interesting. Great stories. Um. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, history of Las Vegas, which is very little because it's new. It's a new town. There's not much uh, happening. Well, it, it was a desert. It and was. And then it became a small town in the 40s. Pretty much, yep. Yeah. It was, yeah, you're right. There was a whole lot of nothing. And then there was a lot of something. That's <laughs> kind of how it <laughs> well, worked. Well, it took a while. It did, but you've got uh, the railroad came through. They built Hoover Dam, which gave it electricity. And then they put in gambling. They put in an Army Air Force base. And you take that and mix that all together, and you get Las Vegas. Well, we, we actually, uh, for people who love uh, Sin City, mm-hmm. which is one of the names for it, uh, they can thank the mob pretty much, right? Yes, you can. You can thank the mob for, <laughs> for all of they that. Did, they did one good thing. They did a couple of good things for Vegas there. Uh, and, of course, we're talking about Benjamin Siegel. Bugsy. Don't call him Bugsy. <laughs> he didn't like that at all. Yeah, there was a terrible movie, right, with kids when they're a kid cast. Or... It had, oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Warren, no. Warren, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, Okay, right. You're thinking of something different. Bugsy Malone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Ben Siegel uh, opened the Flamingo Hotel. Now, there were a couple of hotels before uh, that time. Um, they had the Paradise Club and the 91 Club and the El Cortez. And the Golden Nugget was but, there before. but uh, the, Ah, the Golden Nugget. Yes, the Golden Nugget. Then Bugsy Seagull came in and made the Flamingo a hotel. Yeah, and then not too long after, didn't they plug them? They Wah, plugged them. Gave him some lead. Yeah, huh? they had Thanks a little... Thanks for nothing, Bugsy. Some, <laughs> some, of the, <laughs> some of the money was missing, 
Ah, Bugsy, you're stealing our dough. You won't see him no more. (laughs) Nah, nah, he was gone. Um, Viva Bugsy. (laughs) No, (laughs) Mort the Bugsy. Uh, He was gone. Uh, so ever since then, it's sort of had a strange kind of history. I look at, you know. Very look, mythical. It is. I look at like Boston and Philadelphia and New York, and these are all like normal kind of histories. And this. No, this is freaks like. Freaks and geeks and bizarre Anything people, goes. Anything goes there. Like you um, can become a different person there and, and do what you want and see what you want and then come home to your, you know, normal life. It's bizarre going there, by the way, because you've got pyramids and, and, and volcanoes and pirate ships. And the and whole New York of... City thing, right? And yeah, the Bellagio it's... has a fountain. Oh, my God. It's a yeah, music right, show. The music and a pirate and fight or something. Yeah, ships. I, it's just so bizarre. Someone it's... told me, uh, if you go, it's not like a place you're going to stay a week. It's like the best is like three days, like a weekend. Well, you know, we'll, weekend. We'll, t- we'll talk more about that because okay. there is a lot to offer out there okay. uh, for, for folks. But when we think of Vegas, we think of... Uh, the Rat Pack. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly. Away. We think of the Rat Pack, we think of Elvis, uh, well, Fat Elvis, you know, in, the, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the stuff. We think of the grand shows and things like that. There. Yeah, um, the cool stuff. And then, of course, you got the fights. You've got Mike Tyson biting off, you know, the ear of Evander Holyfield in Vegas. You know, who cares? We're in a fight anyway. What, what, the, what, what does it matter? Well, for example, rage against uh, Evander Holyfield worked against you. Well, f- it. It's a fight. So whatever happens, happens. That's See, it's funny you're there. mentioning everything but money. <laughs> well, well, you spend money, but when I think yeah. of... I mean, I think of that stuff, but I think of losing thousands. Well, That's yeah. why I don't go. Well, people go there and they bet everything they've got and yeah. they go home broke. And, of course, but that's Snake the whole eyes. idea. That's the whole idea. They'll lure you in. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, with free drinks and shows and oh, yeah. things like that. And free, free food. Free food. All the shrimp you can All eat. All the shrimp you can eat in a landlocked city. Ugh, I can't really deal with that. Uh, but then you've got things like Evil Knievel trying to jump the fountain. Remember back yeah, then? Yeah, that was a big deal. Uh, and you know what a big evil fan I am. I know you are. And he, uh, it's funny because that seems to me like he's remembered more for his failure at the Caesars Palace fountain. Well, <laughs> right that was one of his first big done. gigs. And I think that was actually, can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, that was actually one of his first big gigs. And I think it was the furthest he ever went. But, um, man, he, he was a mess. He had a, a crushed pelvis and femur, fractures to his hip, wrist, both ankles, a concussion. Mm-hmm. And he was in a coma for 29 days based on that crash. Ouch. Um, but ABC bought those rights, and, and he made a lot of money off that. Doctors, not only Dr. Graham, but other doctors throughout the country, especially surgeons, bone surgeons, and psychiatrists, have been amazed at how I can keep going and why I keep walking when I shouldn't walk. Okay, and then we've got, of course, Howard Hughes moving in. Howard, <laughs> <laughs> Howard Hughes went into the, uh, where was it now? The, was it the Desert Inn, I think The it Desert was. Inn, and yeah. he stayed there for so long, and when they asked him to leave, he bought the joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, what you do. Well, he was taking the top floors there, and, you know, it kind of inconvenient him taking everything up yeah, there. Yeah, but if you're paying, who, well, I guess people well, want to stay there. I guess they still want to stay in the top floor, so he said, okay, I'll buy the place. And then he did a fangul, and hey, it's mine now. Yeah, you haven't seen him since. That, yeah, he was missing. <laughs> he was, like, secluded up in there. It was yeah, really, yeah. really kind of weird. Uh, they didn't even know if he was alive for for a little while. Someday I'll have me a penthouse, stacks and stacks of folding green. EOE 11. EOE 11. Ocean's 11. One of my well, the, favorite. The original. The original. 
Uh, one of my favorite movies was, is, is the um, original 1960. Yep, with the Brat Pack. With the no, the Rat Pack, not the Brat Pack. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking. I know Breakfast yeah, Club. You're thinking Breakfast Club, <laughs> the no, Vegas Club. Yeah, the, the <laughs> Vegas Club. There you go, the Rat Pack with uh, Frank and Dean and Sammy, uh, and those guys. Now, and they were cool. They were cool. The remake. Now I, those are two completely different movies. What they, they, what they share is a bunch of guys in a heist. Yeah. Vegas, and Danny Ocean. Yeah, the the, the first plot, the plots the first different. one they were all in the same uh, infantry thing or right. the same military thing and and uh, Frank Sinatra was their leader mm-hmm. their their ranking officer right so that makes a little bit more sense uh, the second one probably doesn't have the cool factor of the Rat Pack right why do they call them the Rat Pack I'm glad you asked me that to begin with the Rat Pack never referred to themselves as the Rat Pack. When Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Joey Bishop, and Peter Lawford all got together in 1960, it was simply called The Summit at the Sands. And Frank always referred to themselves as The Summit. The Rat Pack actually comes to us from Lauren Bacall, the actress who was married to Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart was a first-class drinker, and he would hang out with the likes of David Niven, Cary Grant, Spencer Tracy and Katherine Hepburn, as well as Judy Garland and Sid Luft. Not long after, Frank Sinatra joined the group, but it was Lauren Bacall that would create the legend. One night, Humphrey Bogart returned from Las Vegas with a group of drunken friends. Lauren Bacall took one look at them and said, you look like a goddamn pack of rats. Something's gotta give, something's gotta give. Oh, let's tear it up. We have a special guest in the studio with us. Chase Aceto is an entertainer as well as a resident of Las Vegas. He's a trombone player who's played with Leonard Seuss, Xavier Cugat, Ralph Flanagan and his orchestra, and the Tommy Dorsey Band. Along the way, Chase worked with the Andrews Sisters, the Ink Spots, the Four Aces, the Four Tops, a whole host of other acts on radio and television. So now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce a man who's been like a father to me, (laughs) Chase Aceto. Great to see you. It's an honor to meet you. I've heard all about Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure being here in the studio. Enjoy it very much. Well, this is good. We we, we don't do this very often. That's in fact, true. we've never really interviewed. We've talked about interviewing someone, so I think we're off to a great start. Already, I enjoy it. We haven't done anything yet. We I haven't mean. done anything. Well, yeah, things can go horribly wrong. Um, <laughs> let's get right to it. Let's talk about Vegas. When was the first time uh, you were in Vegas? The first time I worked in Las Vegas was during the 50s, 1959, to be specific. Uh-huh. I was on the road with a band, a Dixieland jazz slash entertaining band. We left from New York City, went from New York to Chicago. We went down through St. Louis, made the right turn on Route 66 and headed straight for Las Vegas and worked as a lounge act. You know, I'm glad that you mentioned Route 66. What do you remember about traveling uh, down Route 66? Route 66 was nothing more than a, I recall it as being nothing more than a one lane or two lane highway at best. It okay. had a whole group of small motels along the way. Mm-hmm. From time to time, there would be a spot where you could have a little something to eat. I mean snacks, not anything right. really exotic at the time. Right. And there were little dive bars, so to speak. Why has it reached such like mythical proportions, though? Probably because it doesn't exist anymore. Well, the, there you go. You I guess that's the reason. Who did you work with when you first got to Vegas? The leader of the band was a gentleman by the name of Leonard Seuss. He was a solo star, and he had an act 
kind of vaudeville? No, I would, don't want to say it was vaudevillian. It was close okay. to it, though. He did an act playing trumpet and also having, as he, tr- uh, he, he had a puppet who uh-huh. he called Trumpy. And Trumpy would play the trumpet. I'm not sure how to react to that. Uh, <laughs> aside from Trumpy, who were some of the name acts that you were uh, with in Vegas? Right across the street from us, the main act was Louis Prima, Keely Smith, and the group. Old black magic has me in a spell. Old black magic that you weave so well. Those icy fingers up and down my spine. The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine. I was listening to Louis Prima last night. He's got some cool stuff. Oh, great stuff. I was watching him on YouTube. Oh, I know. We spend hours doing that. <laughs> uh, Chase, did you spend any time... You know, with the group at all, did you get a chance to see them a lot? Absolutely, any any chance we got because the we adored the band. It was uh, they were oh, yeah. sensational players. Oh, uh, Sam Butera on uh, saxophone, Keely Smith on the vocals. And Keely Smith was just beautiful, and she was extremely talented. And everybody in the band chemistry was terrific. Put out the fire. Okay, Louis Prima was across the street. You guys, of course, are in the lounge. Who was the main act? Uh, where you guys the main act was Jane Mansfield it was her and her husband Mike Hargitay Uh, Hargitay Mickey Hargitay Hargitay was that it Hargitay 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 I was was like how do you say that I know that's a complicated name Mariska Hargitay pardon me (laughs) yes Uh, Jane Mansfield was the mom Mariska Hargitay was her daughter anyway getting back so you've got Blonde Bombshell, Jane Mansfield Playboy Playmate and her husband Mickey Hargitay who was a bodybuilder he would come out carrying her above his shoulders on one hand. That was the way the act opened. I don't want expensive treasures. I prefer the simple pleasures. Like a Longfellow poem, a Cadillac brome, a villa in Rome or in Spain. <laughs> just... Yeah, nice to, look, nice to look at. A not, low nurse. Yeah, not much to listen to, though. Nothing right? that you would consider to be anything that was sensational. Well, she, not too smart. Actually, she was smart. Oh, Did so you know she, that? She played the dumb blonde. She played. She had an IQ of 163. How do you know? I, I read that somewhere on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that we're getting uh, paid a lot of money. They were making, I believe, at the time. You ready for this in 1959? I believe she was getting paid $18,000 a week. Not bad at all. Not, Not bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the number one act that you saw while you were out in Vegas? Oh, there was no doubt that the Rat Pack was. And you saw them live yeah. in person. Uh, what was their show like when you... Uh, it was exactly the same kind of fun and, and laughs and attitude that you see on YouTube. Spontaneous? Most of that was ad Yeah, right. And it was spontaneous. Uh-huh. And all of those guys being extremely talented, right. they fit together like a glove, each one of them. Anybody stand out as uh, you know, the shining... Always Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Yeah, always Sinatra. Chase, you know, I've never been to Vegas. What should I do when I go? Come out and spend more time out there. And come out and enjoy all the rest of the atmosphere, all the attitudes of the people, uh, the sunshine. Come out, bring some money with you, and have a little fun. Mr. Aceto, I am very grateful that you would be here with us and humor us and put up with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an honor. As well as a pleasure. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. Chase Aceto, thank you very much for being on the show. 
Okay, Las Vegas acts are just a little weird. They're just a little strange. They're different than New York and L.A. And uh, For example... Yeah, but they're names. They are. But some just kind of make it in Vegas and stay there. Yeah, I mean, some of them... Well, I'm going to start with Liberace, for Until example. Get, that was his home. That pretty much was his home. He was there in... I wish you know, my brother George was here. <laughs> I knew you were going to do a Liberace <laughs> imitation somewhere along the way. I uh, can't play piano. In 1955 was his first time, and he was there all the way through the 70s and into the 80s. Uh, he was the highest paid guy... Uh, in Vegas for for quite a while. There was one other really high-paid guy. Go ahead. Dunka Shane. Dunka Shane. Darling. Wayne Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. Of all people, Wayne Newton was a hit in Vegas. 1963, played the Flamingo. Who would have thought? I mean, he sounded like a woman when he sang. (laughs) He did. When I first heard heard that song in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Right. I thought it was a chick. Nah. Nah, He was young. It's little Wayne Newton at that point. (laughs) Isn't that a rapper? (laughs) It is. Well, little little, little Wayne Newton. (laughs) Dunka Shane. Dunka Shane. (laughs) <laughs> We're way off Big the beam Newton. on that one. <laughs> and of course, it's not unusual, uh, Tom Jones. Oh. That's enough of Tom Jones. <laughs> That's enough of me. That's enough of you and Tom Jones together on that one. Well, he was a big draw. The Beatles performed in Las Vegas. See, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. They stopped at the Las Vegas uh, Convention Center in 64. And they got they stopped to gamble and they said, hey, can you do a show? Yeah, and they, they got caught <laughs> sure. doing a show there, uh, apparently. <laughs> Um, that would have been cool. It would have been kind of cool. You, you've got people like Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan did a oh, show. Oh, I loved his show. He did a magic show. <laughs> he tried <laughs> to make Nancy disappear. <laughs> right. It was something was so tiny. He tried to saw her in half. What did he do? I don't know. He got on stage. I, he uh, sold shirts. <laughs> I, know, I have no idea I know what he did. he wasn't did. a comedian. No. I, I have no idea. Lola Falana. Do you remember Lola Falana in the 70s? Copacabana? No. Lola Falana was the top paid star. But doesn't Barry Mo Barry Mo Barry Manilow. Isn't there a Her name was Lola. The- Lola Falana. No, oh. it was <laughs> something like that. <laughs> she was a nobody, really. Oh. And and she was I've a heard hit the name. in Vegas. I've heard the name. A total hit in Vegas. She had a huge uh, a stage show. A fine looking woman. And a wonderfully uh, she didn't looking have woman. fruit on her head, did she? No, you're thinking of. The, I'm oh, thinking my of God. <laughs> yeah, I think you got fruit in your head yourself. Uh, and then you've got the big stars like Barbara Streisand and Celine Dion. Touch me she made a lot of money there oh yeah she got like a year or a couple years yeah get, she got a guarantee they get those exclusive contracts right uh even some of the the kind of sort of has-beens you know they make a comeback at vegas it seems like uh didn't britney spears even have yes a thing britney there? spears even had yeah. a show out there. and it kind of brings them back into the public uh whatever right uh, the comedians Phyllis Diller, Don Rickles, Shecky Green, Buddy Hackett, all those comedians guys. were a big gig. Comedians have yeah. always had a great time out there in Vegas. The top act in Vegas right now is Carrot Top. Are you serious? He's the number one show. People are dying to see Carrot Top. The, and he's top draw. He is the top act right now in Las Vegas. And uh, I would play a clip, except he does visual props and stuff. We got nothing. No, that's fine. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> I think just is that okay the with name. you? Oh, it's more than okay. <laughs> okay. First time Elvis went there was 1956, and I'm told that he bombed 
hit the New Frontier Hotel. He was terrible. Wasn't didn't he do a comeback show there? He though? did a comeback show in '68 on on the air on on TV, and then came back but in '69. It was filmed in Vegas, right? Filmed well, I I don't know, I think it was LA, but oh. he did a comeback show uh, in 1969, and he was the king from there on throughout the '70s. I want to dedicate this song to all the listeners of the Junk Draw podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We love everything you do. You always follow us on Facebook and download us on iTunes. And site is thejunkdrawpc.podbean.com or email us at thejunkdrawpc at gmail.com Thank you. Thank you very much. Show's over. Mm-hmm. We gambled and did we win? I, I, I <laughs> we rolled so. the dice. I hope, uh, Snake eyes. I'm just hoping to break even. Twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I was twenty-one again. Yeah, no, I wish no, I was twenty-one pro- again. Probably not. Hit me, but. dealer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for hanging in there. We hope you enjoyed the show. Something a little different. A little different. So, Wolfie, we're going to Vegas together. Right, right now. Right now. Road Head trip. Now. Ro- road trip. Well, we'll pack first. We well, gotta... you remember what happens on the on the uh, Junk Drawer podcast. doesn't stay on the Junk Drawer no, podcast. No, we tell everybody everything. <laughs> because we don't have a choice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we have no lines. Come on, what does it matter? But uh, yeah, I'm up for that, Neil. Great. Hitchhike? Nah, Batmobile, baby. Route 66? Route 66. Does that go there? Yeah, we'll take, well, <laughs> sort of, yeah, we'll, we'll try it. We'll, well try we, to go there. We'd love to stay and entertain you some more, ladies and gentlemen, but it looks like we're going on a road trip in the Woo-hoo. Batmobile. Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Studio. Thanks for being here, so I will say goodbye, and thanks for listening. Be a lady.